Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host and GM, Azul, and today we continue our quest with Quest, the delightful fantasy adventure RPG that's wildly fun and awesomely welcoming. We just want to take a moment to wish you all a wonderful upcoming Easter holidays, or whichever wonderful holiday that you're celebrating this upcoming weekend. We hope that you get some time off, or at least get the opportunity to do something fun with those you love. That's certainly what we'll be doing in this extra long weekend. As we mentioned last week, Podchaser, the popular podcast database, have begun their Reviews for Good initiative for April. Throughout the month of April, Podchaser will be donating 25 cents to the World Central Kitchen to help feed Ukrainian refugees for every podcast review left on Podchaser. In addition to this, if the podcasters respond to the review, they'll double the donation. So listeners, if you have even the smallest of free time, please go to Podchaser and give your favorite podcast a review. Any podcast will do. While we would definitely love it if you reviewed ours, our focus is to increase the donations that will go to the Ukrainian people. So please go review any of your favorite podcasts. We'll provide the links to our Podchaser profile as well as links detailing how else you can help the people of Ukraine. That being said, listeners, kick back, relax, and let us dive into the wild and wonderful world of Quest. Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. They definitely stole the great hamster. It's missing. We've been worshipping him for the longest time, and now it's not here, and they're the only culprits. The great hamster is a constellation. Uh, a constellation? Come here again at night time, and I'll show you where the constellation was supposed to be. Walnut actually turns into a, a gerbil. Well, you scamper up to some of the gerbils. Hello, brother. Me, come, come. Me. We have to show you something. It's our great machination. And they come out in this large factory-like building. There is an assembly of gerbils making gerbil hats. We have a new leader who wishes to bring us to great, powerful positions. These are very fluffy hats, very high quality. They're made from what seems to be some kind of fur. There also looks to be some kind of weird arcane circuitry under the headline of the hat. The trio, sounds all out of course, exit the townhouse of the mayor and make their way towards the fountain. Mother Freda is there and she's wearing a gerbil hat. And she's looking at you all blankly. When you look to the location where the hamster should be, there is a distinctive lack of stars. This seems to be some sort of magical garment. I can see the trail of the magic spreading out into the alleyways. Follow me. And I'll uh, lead the way following the magic trail. Be it our strength, our wit, our craft. From Faerun to Arkham to Mars. We'll take the quest, make foes and friends. Bring your dice and your pals. And don't forget your towel. Yeah, I'm going to describe this in two parts because Walnut is separated. No, no, it's okay, Walnut. I mean, it's okay, David. (laughs) So even though the gerbils are slow, they're also taking their time explaining the surroundings and stuff like that. Mm. They're like, this is the house that there's a lot of cheese in this one. Make sure to go here for cheese. I'm going to make note of that, like legitimately making note of the cheese house. Yeah. (laughs) They're showing everything to you while going about. And so very soon you kind of notice that your companions have caught up to you slash are kind of walking in front of you, uh, more or less. Mm. I'm not sure if you'd say or do anything either way, but... Oh, so we're going the same direction as the other ones. Mm, I guess because we're like humans. 
not small gerbils. Yeah, you guys are a lot quicker than we are. <laughs> Moving slowly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think to keep his, his cover, Walnut be like, God, humans, God, it's always so rude, just walking, not looking where they're going. Oh, man, these are the worst of all the animals that roam this earth, right, brother gerbils and sister gerbils? So true, so true. But do not worry, they will soon be our, under our abilities and our command. Our leader has plans for them, you see. <laughs> Walnut legitimately for a moment is just like, oh, that's, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm not a gerbil. Mm, yes. Yes. Let's <laughs> see. All hail the leader. All hail the leader. Small, tiny voices shouting, all hail the leader. If we were watching a, an anime, we would have zoomed in on my eyes. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the three of you arrive at a ramshackled house at the corner of the area. In fact, you kind of have to walk further away from the outskirts of the village until you come to this large rock-like mountainous structure. And in front of this mountainous structure is a small house-like opening. So it's it's, it's almost like the house is part of the mountain. And there is a door and, and two windows. And it seems to have been made like years and years ago. And it's completely unkept, made of wood and pretty derelict as far as you can tell. You are all aware that there is a group of gerbils following you. (laughs) (laughs) Seems these gerbils are going in the same direction. You don't think Walnut could be among them, do you? Maybe. Are any of them magic? Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll take a look at the gerbils. Do I see magic aura on them? I believe technically one of them would be emanating a magical aura. It's definitely not the purple magical aura. What is your color, Walnut? Let's just go with this kind of green. Oh, yes. Like this pale, chill, Mm. neon green. Mm. Ah, I think I've spotted him. Yes. Yes. Mm. Walnut. Mm. Hello, Walnut. Mm -hmm. It's us. (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, humans oh they're the worst (laughs) oh gosh i hate humans boy oh boy looking around like who are they talking to who's walnut oh my gosh my name is sarah it's wild how they're calling someone walnut they don't even i don't know who that is stone cold what what are you doing in this like suddenly your companion just starts screaming at the gerbils well i'm i'm really known for my low-key vibes so i go (laughs) apollo shut the hell up right now because clearly something's going on with these gerbils and you need to be quiet because walnut's being the inside ranger right now not the ranger he's the um naturalist (laughs) yeah (laughs) i say that at like a low whisper Mm. Apologies, yes. What about you, Bronan? Good observation, Stone Cold. Yes, I apologize. I love Apollo. (laughs) Um, So the magic leads into this door? Yes, it leads through the door. Okay, uh, the the magic leads us inside here. Should we knock or... Maybe let's look in the window and see if there's anything going on. Mm, Yes, okay. Can I go look in the window right now? Yes, you may. So you look through the windows and you notice immediately that the insides seem much larger than the small bit of the house that you're seeing from the outside. Because from the outside, it's almost like a house has been cut into a slice and then jammed into a mountain. But when you look through the window, it's clearly that the mountain's been hollowed out mm-hmm. because you see like a huge cave-like opening, like a cavernous opening. And you see a bright light coming from far within there. All right. So I'm thinking that maybe we shouldn't just waltz right in because clearly all the gerbils 
Bowser going in there. Let's see. I'm just trying to think how we could sneak in there. Should we wait for the gerbils to enter? Yeah, that might be a good idea. And just uh, follow and just pretend we're part of the pack. Yes. <laughs> Some of you don't seem like you belong. <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever could it be? Is it this small gerbil-looking creature or this huge six-foot-looking, like... Oh, humanoid. Who knows? They look identical from in my eye. I see nothing. Where are the gerbils hitting? Are they just, like, going underneath the door? Is there, like, a little hole in the wall or something? The- yeah, so while you're looking through the windows and kind of minding your own business, you do kind of from the edge of your eyes notice the gerbils uh, entering the house from one of the holes made from the derelictness. Is there any other magic that you see besides, you know, that one gerbil and the, the purple going in? Do we know where it's leading to? Um, yeah, I'll look around a bit more. It's just concentrating around this cave and the door and stuff. Do you look through the window as well? Yeah, I'll have a little peer. So you do notice that the tendrils, the purplish tendrils, don't stop at the house. They keep going. Oh, they don't stop at the house. Oh, so like as in, can I see that it's going through the house? Yeah, so it goes through the house and you can see the tendrils going towards the light inside. Towards the light inside, but then it continues? It continues towards the light at the far end of the cavernous thing. Ah. There seems to be some light source from which this magic is emanating. All right, I say we just go in there, guns a-blazing. Yes, I think I think we should follow the gerbils in. All right, can I pull my guns out and kick the door down? Of course, that is a quite a badass move, <laughs> just casually. Do you say anything when you kick the doors out? I kick the door down and I say, different gerbils for different hurdles. <laughs> I'm going to give you an like adventure point for that. Yeah! That was beautiful. <laughs> For a second, I thought your your entry line was like, kick the door down. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's yeah, pretty yeah. Great. The cool air that is outside, thanks to the night, is kind of uh, dissipated because warm air from inside of the house kind of envelops you for a moment. The insides are clearly warmer. And at this point, Apollo, you can clearly see the tendrils going like into the cavern. Mm. Ah, yes, the magic is strong in here. Uh, well, it's uh, going into the cavern. So let's uh, let's follow it. Let's get the hell down there. I will bring up the rear. Lovely. We're moving forward to what Walnut sees and what you will almost immediately afterwards see because you're very close behind Walnut at the moment. Walnut, you enter this cavern and you scurry through. The cavern opens up to even larger cavern and this one's lit up by these flamed like torches all around. Perhaps the first thing that you notice actually is this oval like circular large portal. <laughs> yes, a portal like this a swirling <laughs> magical portal swirls of green and blue and purple all swirling around in this oval-like shape in front of this oval-like shape in a makeshift throne is a gerbil a larger looking gerbil than the others and on top of this gerbil's head is a gerbil hat so it's a gerbil wearing a gerbil hat Love it. This is getting very meta. Yeah. <laughs> In front of this throne are several other gerbils who are bowing down and kind of worshipping this one gerbil uh, on the throne. And you can hear like this chant coming and the chant goes, Oh, great gerbil. Oh, great gerbil. Down with hamsters. Down with hamsters. Oh, great gerbil. Down with hamsters. There it is. Mind is blown. <laughs> Almost immediately afterwards, you hear footsteps behind you and three large, well, for your size at least, large 
beings that you recognize to be your friends uh, approach this area and you too see this vast portal throne gerbil right can i shoot the gerbil king with my guns Oh, yes. Thank, oh, thank yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Just immediately. Yes, 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 yes. Walnut, as you know from the past, is very on board with this plan usually. <laughs> <laughs> um, before that happens, is the magic coming just from the portal or is it also coming from the gerbil king? Oh, no. So the tendrils of magic are coming from the hat that the gerbil on the throne is wearing. Oh, all right. How much of a sharpshooter are you? Baby, I'm a sharpshooter. I got two guns. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll just yell out, the magic is coming from the hat. All right, I'm going to try to shoot the hat, not the gerbil. We want to save the creature, but the hat needs to go. Yep. <laughs> so give me a roll, please, to see if you hit. Okay, so what happens is that Apollo shouts that out, Stone Cold aims her gun to shoot, and all the gerbils who have been worshipping, including the king, suddenly look up at the lot of you. Alright, um, I'd like to use my ability, Deadeye, yes. the three-point boy, because mm. we needed a win here, y'all. So, <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. That's amazing. It's high noon. <laughs> Yeah, so you shoot the gerbil king and like the sound of your bullet, like of the gun rings through the cavern and there's a pause where everybody's just kind of still and then everybody comes to the realization that the hat that the gerbil has been wearing, not the gerbil, the gerbil hat, has been shot off of the head and Apollo, you notice that the purple-like tendrils have started to waft out and disappear nice, nice. while the hat is on the ground nearby. <gasps> You did it, Stone Cold! The magic is dispersing! Someone grab the hat! Alright! Broden, as you're running towards to grab the hat, everybody hears like a squeaking sound, but Walnut hears, Retreat! I will go back to the homelands! And the gerbil on the throne jumps off the throne and jumps into the portal. And the other gerbils just kind of scatter. It's Whoa. gerbil hill out there, just running all over. <laughs> <laughs> just running all over the place. <laughs> Like, I want to imagine, like, from, from Walnut's point of view, it's just, like, mayhem. Like, somebody just yelled fire in the theater. Like, oh, <laughs> like people get thrown, tossed. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we zoom out to, like, your guys' perspective. And it's just like, squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's two different worlds. <laughs> Walnut's like, this is terrible. <laughs> what have we done? So I went and got the hat. And then I want to pull out the other hat oh, right. that I already had. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and ask you. Do they look the same magic-wise? Uh, yeah, what do I see? So there is a purple glow coming from the hat that was shot that it is kind of dying mm -hmm. out. And mm -hmm. uh, and the tendril is coming from the shot hat to the other hat that Bronin has, but the the, the tendril is kind of dying. Mm. So the, the one that was shot is dying, but the other one has a purple glow. Or the other one has no glow. So the two tendrils that you were following come like lead to the hat that the Drebel was wearing. Got and it. And once that yes. was shot, the purple starts to dissipate, starting mm. from the hat mm. that was shot mm. and going outwards. Got it. Got it. Can I ask another question? Yes. What is the material of these hats? Well, Bronin would know that it is made out of some kind of fur-like material. Like, it seems like it's actual... Fair. All right, I'm just going to say it. I think I've been in situations like this before back in 1862. <laughs> the out in Oregon, I was on the trail walking, and I think I just need to take one for the team here and 
If I just eat the hat, it's gone. <laughs> what? It's just hair. Eat the hat? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's necessary. The, the magic seems to be dispersing. But what happens if someone puts it back on? Does it start working again? If I eat it, the problem's gone. I, I'm just saying. I don't know enough to know whether that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard or if it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been through a lot in this world and I, mm-hmm. I'm just... I don't know. I, I'm not against it. Can I ask, uh, does anybody know, does this look like gerbil or hamster hair that it's made, the, the fur of this thing? It looks like it's fur. Is it made out of what fur? What animal could this be? Mm. Uh. Naturalist, would you know? Indeed. Uh, yes. Uh, walnut. Is walnut. A uh, Walnut. Are you, you're still here. Are we panned down to like a battlefield going down? Yeah. So. I'm just like like fending off gerbils. Like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, squeak, 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 squeak. Um, I, will, I will gladly. And I, I, I even, I'd even transform back if you need me to. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at the, at the hats. Because I also feel like just these giants above this gerbil battlefield, their voices, even though they're probably whispering, is probably like, what, what type of fur? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else I'd, what I'd gain from being the, the, the mole, well, the gerbil, not the mole, inside this group. So I think he just transforms back and is just like, oh, well, that's, uh, let me take a look there. And uh, I will investigate. Can I investigate? Is that a thing? Can I- you can roll, yes. So it's a basic- I will roll. An investigation roll. <laughs> D&D. Oh, well, you want to know something just purely delightful? Did you fail? Purely delightful. I must have still had gerbil in my eyes, because that's a natural one. Uh, oh! Cosmic fail. <laughs> so what happens is that you transform back and look to see what sort of fur this is made of. Mm. But all the gerbils that were panicking down below noticed that you specifically transform from a gerbil to a non-gerbil. Yeah. And their anger is taken by mm-hmm. you, and they, you, you suddenly find yourself swarmed by gerbils around you. Got it. <laughs> Remember me, friend! As he just like, goes down. I fail the check to see what kind of fur it is. Yes. You, you're unable to tell what fur it is. Okay. Um, you don't take any harm from the gerbils apart from maybe like take one HP off of yourself. Okay. Oh, yeah. What are we supposed to start with? 10 HP. Great. Thank you. You take one HP because the whole of the gerbils are attacking you, but like they're barely scratching you. Okay. So they're barely, they're barely scratching me. It's like, oh, 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 this hurts so bad. You guys are doing so good. Keep it up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Can I investigate the hair? Yes, you may. All right. As a ranger? Right, I'm a ranger. Mm. Mm. I could just like take a little tuft and eat it off a live gerbil and then cross reference. <laughs> so let's see if that happens. Oh, that stone works. cold. Your, your tongue is like an encyclopedia of animals. <laughs> All it needs is a couple, just a bit of the fur, and then you could tell where it's from, what kind. Yeah. But let's see if you manage. <laughs> all right, let's check it out. I've eaten, I've eaten all kinds of animals. Oh my god, I got a five. Okay, so you can either figure out what this is from, but the realization kind of makes you puke, and you're going to lose an HP for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one HP, so not, not a lot. Or you cannot find out what it's about, and you're fine. I'll take the HP hit, baby. You'll take the HP hit. The reason why you like end up puking is because this is clearly hamster fur. Not gerbil fur? Not gerbil fur. Oh. Uh. <gasps> oh no. They killed all the hamsters. <laughs> From the ground, he's like kind of laugh 
in pain a little bit, just like, ah. He's like, uh, he also said something about going back to the to the homeland when he jumped in the portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you understand. I, I spoke, I speak gerbil. Um, and, uh, of course. I don't know if that's important. Also, this is just, this is just so pleasant, actually. <laughs> It's like tickling you and massages. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, lovely. I'm happy to run through that. Can we see the portal from where we are? Yeah. Can I investigate the portal? I mean, you can all see the portal. It's like a, it's like a large portal. It's not gerbil size. It's like oh, it's not gerbil size. It's not gerbil size. Like a huge. Sorry. It's it's like a huge portal. It's like a big. And it's still open. It's not closed. It now. is still open. Yes, okay. it's still magical. Still open. It's, it's almost like a conjuration of like purples and blues and reds and oranges, all just melding around. It's like a jacket. Like a <laughs> technicolor. <laughs> that was a joke for the theater nerds. It's going. That was good. Can I investigate the portal? Do I have any sense of where it might lead or how it works and stuff? You can try to find out. Okay. Do I roll or? Yep, yep. So give me a roll. So you're, you're essentially analyzing this portal. You're looking, looking at it from both sides. You're you're smelling it. You're attempting to taste it and then deciding that's not a good idea. That was a seven. So what is a tough choice? It's just, hmm. So I think that on the one hand, you don't actually get anything. You're provided with absolutely no mm. information at all. Yeah. On the other hand, you may be able to find some information if you, you know, licked it, even though your gut is telling you not to lick it. Mm. You're pretty sure that you will certainly not fare well if you um licked it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Unfortunately, I cannot tell too much about this portal unless I were to lick it, and something tells me that's not a good idea. So, hmm, what do we think? Do we think, you know, I lick the portal, possibly die, or do we all go through the portal and possibly die? Hmm. I say the second one. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that too. Oh, good. If this is connected to the stars somehow, I might be accomplishing my mission ah. early, actually. So I'm very, I'm very down to go through this portal personally. So you think the portal could lead to the hamster constellation, and that is how the gerbils managed to steal it? Or if we talk about what we thought about before, if all of the hamsters are dead, yes, because all the gerbils killed them, then the constellation left the sky. Yes, that seems very natural. I mean, I suppose that makes just as much logical sense as Because <laughs> <laughs> there was the old story the Stone Cold had heard that she thought was stupid. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you earlier you thought it was like, well, that's not... And I would have thought the same thing. I'm like, well, that is a stupid, but, you know, maybe. That's what our narrator alluded to, but I'm, I'm all about <laughs> whatever the vibes are. Oh, I'm sorry. I got my hands on the flask again. I apologize. <laughs> what narrative? <laughs> Are there voices yeah. in the sky? Uh, Walnut. Yes. Walnut, did the gerbils say anything about their plans or or how they had accomplished all of this? Hold on, and I'll spend two more points and I'll transform back into a gerbil. <laughs> and just like, run, like yeah, let's get him. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, man. Oh, he must have disappeared. <laughs> Wow, this has been a wild day, right? Oh boy, oh boy. Man, 
If only I still had the manual of how to corrupt entire cities. And uh, well, how did we do this again? Sorry, just out of the off the top of my head. I am definitely going to have to get you to roll again to convince Please. the gerbils that the person they were on top of literally just a few minutes ago is not the same gerbil that you're transforming into. That is a, a fifteen. Oh yeah, baby. Of course. There is a reason why these are gerbils. They can recognize gerbils, but they can't recognize other creatures. So when you turn into gerbil, yes. they're like, oh, you're another, another gerbil. And so they squeak at you and says, what was your question? Sorry. How did we do this? How did we... Or wait, yeah, wait, what was the question you wanted me to ask? Before? <laughs> they, they want the manifesto. You wanted the manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The manifesto, yeah. What's the meaning behind all this? Why are we trying to do this? Well, the, the leader is the only one who knows it, but the reason why, well, uh, isn't it obvious? The hamsters, the hamsters have taken over the world. Everybody thinks the hamsters are cute, but what about us? No one thinks gerbils are cute. Where are the Aww. gerbil museums and the gerbil theme parks and the gerbil towns? Where are they, friend gerbil? As a gerbil, I've said these things all my life. I think at that point, uh, Walnut would be like, yes, 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 of course, yes, friends, yes. As a lifelong gerbil, this is my exact feeling on the situation. And uh, just because I forgot earlier, where does that portal lead? Oh, it leads up to where the constellations are. Say no more. Only leader goes there. Say less, in fact. He is a star. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Oh my gosh, look, there's that fox thing. Where? (laughs) I think uh, Walnut would start running towards the portal. Or he would probably run towards uh, Bronin's scamper up Bronin's pant leg or whatever and get on the shoulder <laughs> and just like oh nice nice I point with my tail I point with my claws at the portal I just like look at it I go are we doing this yes of course and then I just sprint at it oh oh, yeah. oh, oh. I take out my, my staff and just run at it like an idiot I'm running after you same oh right here we go <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. this, this happens a lot, I imagine, in this party. Yeah. yeah. So you find yourselves in this viscerally tube-like warp hole. You're being tossed and turned up and down. There's no gravity. All around you, there's magical colors all wafting and whirling. It's almost like you're going through a whirlpool of sorts. And at one point you realize that you can't breathe and then suddenly you can breathe and then you can't breathe again. And suddenly you find yourselves being tossed out of the portal into another location. Looking around, the first thing you notice is that there doesn't seem to be anyone around you. However, the ground is glowing slightly yellow and it feels quite mushy. Looking up, you see that you're in the middle of stars. You see stars all around you, quite close to you. Honestly, much closer than you've ever seen them before. But there certainly does not seem to be any moon. No light coming down on you apart from the light from the stars. It's almost like you're in the middle of space, kind of. The mushy ground that you're on smells like warm tofu. Interesting. What's tofu? That's the stuff in between your toes. <laughs> when you walk a lot. Got it, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. My goodness. It seems we have indeed been launched into space. That's pretty amazing. Well, I guess I'm a space cowboy now. Oh. <laughs> oh very good stuff. Adios, space cowboy. Some call me the gangster of love. <laughs> 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 That's relevant, Bronin. I think Walnut would change back into Walnut and just like slide off of Bronin's shoulder and just like 
drop to his knees. Hang on, you change back to Walnut and then slide off <laughs> Frodo's shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, you're like, ow, ow. And you're just like... <laughs> you hate it when he does that. Because I may be small, but I'm very heavy. I'm a dense fox. And he's just like on his knees on this, what I assume is a star or a, a tofu star. Um, and he's just like weeping. Just, this is so, it's so beautiful. Oh, oh. I, 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 oh, 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 oh. And just like... Ruined him in the best way. Uh, Walnut Apollo. Oh, I was Apollo. Do you recognize any of the constellations that we see very close up right now? Mm, very good question. <laughs> Are you eating the tofu? I'm, Don't eat the star. I've just got a bit hungry. Mm, how does it taste? It tastes very nice, unlike any other tofu you've ever tasted. You know, it tastes like tofu, but almost like it's tofu sprinkled with stardust. What does stardust taste like? You can't really explain. It's beyond explanation. Mm, this is like tofu, but with something magical added that makes it taste good. <laughs> <laughs> is it that stuff on Flavor Blast a goldfish? <laughs> oh. That is good stuff. Damn, I hope that's what stars taste like. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. But yeah, do I recognize where we are? No, I'm not going to get you to roll this because it's quite obvious to you. The star system mm. is completely different, like nothing you've oh. seen before. And by the way, when you knelt down to eat from the ground that you're standing on, you notice the tracks of a small creature going in a direction. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay that. All right, well, I have a an ability that takes zero points, so there's no harm, no foul if it's wrong, but it's called track. I can identify the type of creature, and I'm assuming it's a gerbil, but it could be a hamster. It is distinctively a gerbil. <laughs> All right, can we follow those little tracks, y'all? You think that's a good idea? Of course, of course, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Let's do it! All right, I'll see. You walk following these tracks and soon come to quite a sight. You come to this large, open tofu plain. It opens up with like small tofu wafts of um, bushes, and you see like what looks to be like a large ranch. <gasps> There's wooden fences and squares, and within those wooden fences are these large turtles. Turtles? <laughs> turtles. <laughs> the turtles seem to be eating the tofu um, shrubs that come out of the tofu earth. Uh, but otherwise, it seems like these turtles have been ranched up, you know, like they've been fenced in. There is one large building as well that's made of wood, and it looks quite homely, quite large, quite fitting. But otherwise, surrounded by these frolicking turtles, <laughs> there does not seem to be anything else around apart from the gerbil tracks that lead towards the house. How big are the turtles? They're rideable size. <gasps> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> Can I lasso one of the turtles and try to hop on the back? You most certainly may. <laughs> All right. And they're also faster than normal turtles because they're huge. Like, they're still slow, but as far as speed, they're faster than 
You guys. Okay. Wow. They're faster than you all walking, to clarify. Right, right. My goodness. Can you still see magic? It is within the hour, so yeah, I think so. Do I see magic emanating from anywhere? Yeah, you see magic emanating from the house. Lots of different colors and types Mm. of magic coming out from the house. (laughs) Well, either this is a very potently magical house or some kind of spellcaster lives here. Maybe we should... Storm down the door with these turtles and give them a piece of our mind. I'm in! Let's do it. Giddy up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Take an adventure point for that. <laughs> like, just casually, let's ride the turtles. <laughs> I love it. I feel like as a familiar adventuring party, we know that Stone Cold Betty is always either trying to ride something or eat something. <laughs> just like, right. yes, okay. Anything that can be ridden or eaten is... Eaten or ridden. Or kicked down. Or kicked kicked down, yeah. I got three modes. I'm eating, I'm kicking, or I'm riding. (laughs) Or I'm rooting, tooting, and shooting. (laughs) (laughs) A fully realized character, yes. (laughs) You come to the house and close up, but it's definitely made of wood. It definitely seems worn, but not derelict in any way. It seems to be used, like almost like somebody's been keeping it well kept until recently, although there is some dust around. It's getting dusty. So you ride that turtle right in through the door and you find yourself in a very homely looking lounge. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Oopsie. I mean, you break in through the door and you come to a lounge. Just old old grandma. (laughs) <laughs> it's a really nice looking lounge like there's there's a few doors leading to what looks like the, a pantry or a kitchen there's a staircase going upstairs there's one door underneath the staircase that looks to be different because it's made of metal rather than wood which is what everything else is made out of and there's a rocking chair and it's obviously carpeted let's be honest and there's a <laughs> small <laughs> there's a small desk upon which is a book a small like book there as well mm. So wait, so we don't see anyone in the house? You don't see anyone in the house. Do we hear anything? You do not hear anything, although Apollo sees that the wafts of magic are coming from the metal door. Mm. Ah, I was just going to ask. Ah, all of the magic seems to be coming from behind this strange door. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. You go to the door, I'll check out this book over here. Ah, good thinking, Bronin. I'll go with you, Apollo, because I can probably use this turtle foot to kick down this door. Yes, I will certainly need assistance in opening this door. Somehow the turtle seems to have come to like you, um, Stone Cold. Maybe it's your (laughs) centuries, I should say, of like ranching, riding experience, but regardless. (laughs) Who doesn't like Stone Cold? That's that's the real question. (laughs) It's true, it's true. Bronin, you approach the book and you realize as you open it, it looks like a journal. It has dates and it has writing on it. Conveniently in a language that you understand. Nice. <laughs> Love that. It's like the daily updates about a person, some individual who's been taking care of this ranch. It very quickly occurs to you that the person likes to refer to themselves in the third person, and they refer to themselves as the constellation keeper. You can see that they talk about the days being quite long, that they're enjoying their existence in this peaceful area. And then they mention an accident happening in the constellation keep and how the gerbil constellation escaped. And really, that's the last update that you see. The last words written are, perhaps the gerbil is friendly. I'll go have a conversation with it and we shall see how things go. And that was several months ago. Oh, no. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, Bronin. Seems like that gerbil ran away. I didn't know stars could run away. Neither did I. Hmm. Let's take this book with us. Okay. (laughs) How's it going over with the door? (laughs) Yeah, is uh, Stone Cold making progress? Stone Cold, why don't you give us the roll? Let's see if you manage to get the turtle to break down the door. I mean, it definitely can, so... All right. Well, actually, I have an ability here called Pair Bond, which means that I can develop a unique telepathic bond with my animal partner, if you will, um, that lasts (laughs) until I get another one, so... Forever. We're, this is forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> and anytime I can enter a trance and leave my own body to control the my partner. Whoa. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, oh yes. My gosh. That way I can get this door down, baby. Yeah. In that case, I'm not going to get you to roll because I think once you enter the body, like you, you feel the power in your turtle body. Like you can just kind of whack it and it'll probably break. That's how powerful you feel. <laughs> What happens to your normal body? Does it just like fall down? The turtle take over it? <laughs> it slumps onto the ground like it's next to the fire and, and then she takes her hat and puts it over her eyes and then plays the harmonica. <laughs> Hell yes. yeah. <laughs> Hell oh God, yes. So That's the rest in position while I'm in the turtle body. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. So while the harmonica is playing in the background, you see this huge turtle kind of take a few steps backwards, rear its body, and then what? What does it kick down or does it launch itself? Or like, what do you do in, in the little body? Well, I mean, it's a turtle body, but it's still my soul. So I'm kicking that door down. Yes. You're kicking it down. <laughs> Beyond belief, my friends, this turtle stands up on its hind legs and just does like a roundhouse kick at the door. Pure magic. Oh my god. Yes, I love yes. this game. This game is so good. Yeah, the door slams open and looking at its handiwork, the turtle like kind of gestures to an imaginary hat almost like it's done. And then just kind of yes. like... Nice. What does it do, pew pew? What is what does it do, like Stone Cold? Does it do a pew pew or does it do like a? It goes bang bang, shimmy the hat down. Ooh. <laughs> it's like the same energy as the anime pushing up the glasses, but it's with a hat. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So the door's down. <laughs> the door never never existed actually. <laughs> Right. Uh, are we all ready? Oh, yeah. We found a book. Oh, yeah, yes. What What does the book say? I don't think that's important. I just saw a turtle break down a door and then tip its hat. <laughs> <laughs> the book can wait. <laughs> Whatever questions we had about this quest have been answered. All life's questions have been answered, actually, because we've seen the end of time. With oh. the turtle. <laughs> this turtle has me a little bit shell-shocked, I gotta say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Walnut would explain what you explained about the book, like the cool. gerbil uh-huh. cancellation ran away. Months ago, this this entry was there. Mm. We are in grave danger. Let's go down the stairway. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, perhaps we shall rescue all of time and space. That would be ideal. What fun that would be. Just the thing, it all started because someone couldn't count to four. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. I'm back now also. Betty's back. Ah, very good, Stone Cold. Uh, Shall we? And I'll lead the way through the door. All right, giddy up. Yeah. (laughs) Stone Cold, the turtle is too large to fit through the door. Oh, Oh, no. But it came down. 
All right, I'm gonna turn to the turtle and touch our foreheads together and say, brother, remember that we are still telepathically connected and I can see everything you see. So stay right here, baby. And give me a, ho- a hoot nanny in my brain. If there's ever any anyone's picking up some rubble, all right, you old mister? And I pat his little head. I don't know. I have some barley in my pocket. I, I give it to him. <laughs> it definitely eats it. It's very subservient now. But also, like, it's got badass in its eyes. Like, it's experienced the badass that comes from Stone Cold Betty. Right. So it is now. Its whole thing is to be badass. So it just gives, like, a badass nod. And it's just, like, emanating. I'll look out for you. Like out here, kind of thing. All right, turtle brother, I'll see you on the other side. Tell no. <laughs> <laughs> so, you head down a spiral staircase for a couple of minutes until you come to the bottom, and you walk through a corridor if you if you choose to do so, which that's the only way that leads out. I'm gonna skip though. <laughs> you skip through <laughs> a corridor. <laughs> And I love Bronin. <laughs> you come across like what looks to be a dead body. Well, it's more more like a skeleton. Bit of rotting flesh here and there, but like mainly a skeleton. I would definitely say that's a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a dead body. <laughs> if I just take, I'm not gonna like consume. I'm not a cannibal, but like if I just take a little lick, I can tell what kind of being it is. Right. <laughs> right. Lovely. Of course. I didn't expect you to do this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> to lick the dead body. Oh, TTRPGs are so much fun. It's what I am. I'm, I'm going to hazardously ask you, where are you licking? Oh, um, fingers. Nice. Feels like a safe spot. Yep. <laughs> it is some kind of humanoid, like a bipedal creature of sorts. All right, it's a humanoid creature. I conclude from my lick. Pretty sure we could already see that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> seems fairly unnecessary. <laughs> Oh, my God. oh I, I was hoping that's what you were trying to confirm. That was, that was so unnecessary. I'm so sorry. That was very concerning. Does Stone Cold no, not perfect. get any more information from the link, I think that turtle might have rubbed off on her a little bit. Walnut would open up the book and like look at the date and be like, how many months ago was the last entry? Around eight, nine months ago. Wait, can I tell from my lick how long the body's been dead? <laughs> can I get some information, please? I'll, I'll just lick some fingers. <laughs> just, you know what? I'll, I'll allow it, because otherwise, GG. <laughs> you can tell from the rot that it's been rotting for like between six to ten months. All right, so it could be the person in your little journal. Checks out. Yes, it checks out. Would make sense. Rest in peace, friend. Yes. Uh, thank you for your service. Your watch has ended, and... uh the, the hallway continues on? The hallway continues on. Mm. The magic is still coming out? The magic is still coming out, yes. Well, uh, let's uh, let's be ready. Oh, I was going to say, is it dark? It's dim, definitely, yes. Because I can cast Fiery Avenger. Wow. Ooh. That sounds great. Okay. I speak a phrase of power and ignite my weapon in a magical flame of any color. Mm. While the weapon is on fire, it acts as a torch that casts... Light nearby. The flame increases. Convenient. The weapon's damaged by one. Oh, wait. I could do Blazing Avenger. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to cast Blazing Avenger because it just sounds cool. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. It costs six. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I'm doing it. All right. So I recite a magical statement about my ideal while holding a weapon, imbuing it with the incredible power. The weapon gains the following benefits. 
It now glows faintly at all times and glows brightly when enemies are nearby. Ooh. When holding the weapon, I may cast Fiery Avenger on it for no AP cost. Wow. Hell yeah. Nice. And when I roll a 20, when making an attack with the weapon, it casts a smite spell, which is a whole other thing. Damn. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. What color is the glow, Bronin? Oh, I think we all know. <laughs> it's like a bright purple that almost looks like a fire purple. That's cool. Nice. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. I think Bronin's, is it a sword that you have? I forget. I do have a sword, but I'm going to use my staff because I think it's just cooler. Yeah, so Bronin's staff immediately engulfs itself in these bright purple flames that lightens up the immediate area around you. And you can see the body much more clearer now. And you see hidden beneath one of its rotting arms is a small name badge that says Constellation Keeper on it. How did the Constellation Keeper's grisly fate come about? What else will the adventurers find lurking in these corridors? And will they finally solve the mystery of the missing constellation? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider donating to us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. We would also like to thank our patrons. Benjamin Tay, Adrian, Jesse Wesson, Bonnie Cohen. Thank you all for your support. We could not do it without you. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready. Don't forget your towel.